Audio Hop Podcasts. This episode of Fabulous at 50 podcast is brought to you in association with Serona Hygiene, an award-winning startup best known for its flagship product Peabody, India's first female urination device. It is a simple disposable paper device that allows women to stand and pee in dirty and unfriendly toilets. For more female hygiene products, visit thesirona.com. Welcome to the Fabulous at 50 podcast, the show that's all about being fabulous at 50 plus. With me is the author of Feisty at 50, Sudha Menon. Hi, Jaydeep. Hi, Sudha. How are you? I'm good, and you? I'm great. I'm doing great. So, talking about the next chapter, now coming to the next episode, uh, it's called the D word. Now, I've heard of the F word, that I know, but what is this D word? D for divorced and damned. Ah, okay. You know about that one, do you? Or I've heard of it. Yes. Yes, not a good space to be in, especially for if you are a woman. Mm-hmm. I've been through that once, and mm-hmm. I can tell you, it's not at all a good space uh, to I be in. I can imagine, in, yeah, yeah. You know, when when you give up on a relationship, a long time relationship, when you give up on a marriage, it's not it's not just losing that marriage. Mm. You suddenly realize that you are losing a lot of other things. Suddenly, the friends you you know sort of trusted and depended on. Mm. Uh, for your life hmm. um, they have to take sides some of them disappear because they feel conflicted some of them disappear because they don't approve mm-hmm. of the divorce mm-hmm. uh, and some of them advise you to reconsider knowing very well that this is not going anywhere right and um, divorce you know i'm beginning to realize now so many years after my divorce that a divorce is not good for those around you it's not just you who you know who is sort of destructed from within Mm. it destroys a lot of other things you know mm-hmm. it it sort of affects the people around you the people who love you uh, and most of all it uh, affects your parents right. that Because that's what i, I can only imagine through. when i was reading the book you know it must have been a tough conversation when you went and spoke to your parents about this it was you know everything about this divorce is uh, was for me very very sad mm-hmm. because i was not divorcing a stranger i was divorcing the guy who was my classmate who was my best friend uh, and it was not a divorce that came out of ill will or uh, you know there was no nastiness there there was no loss of love there hmm. it was just two people who married very young and mm-hmm. grew apart organically they grew into different people right uh, and two people who decided together hmm. that they would step off that relationship step out of that relationship and grow their individual ways mm-hmm. uh, we had a beautiful daughter together we had a small daughter and we decided that no matter where we went and no matter what our, happened to our individual separate journeys mm-hmm. this daughter of ours would be the center of our universe always right. Right. you know always and and i'm glad that i have done that right. and we have done that so your daughter would continue to be the common connection or yes, link she she continues them. to be the connection and she continues to have undivided attention and love of now two sets of parents mm-hmm. but talking about my divorce to my parents was by far the most difficult thing i have ever done and for the longest time i did not have the courage to tell them that this is a decision that i have taken mm-hmm. and i remember so well the day i decided that i 
I had to tell them now. You know, it was it was too late, mm-hmm. and I I really did want to tell them because I was tired of living a lie. Mm-hmm. It's not a nice thing. It's not nice to hold things, hold secrets from people you love. Right. And so I remember I remember traveling to Mumbai that day, and I remember uh, I was in my parents' bedroom, and it was afternoon in Bombay. The sun streaming in through the windows, and they were they were just waking up from their afternoon nap. I told them that there is something I want to tell them. Mm. And I still remember how my mother's face crumbled mm. when I talked this. And she said, are you joking? And I said, no, Amma, I'm not joking. This is real. And um, her face just crumbled, you know. It, mm. it was just mm. like she couldn't believe this was happening. And then she, she said, does he beat you? Uh, is he cheating on you? Mm. Is he an alcoholic? I said, none of that. Uh, Amma, we are just different people now. I married when I was 20 and I'm 40 now and I'm I'm different now and so is so is he. Mm-hmm. She said to me, you know, all marriages are like that. Mm-hmm. Every everything that you dream of doesn't happen and I'm so different from your father, but mm-hmm. we have been married for 45 years mm-hmm. and that's how marriages should be. Mm-hmm. And then she looked at my father and said, "You you talk to her. You know what is happening to her? You talk to her." And my father didn't my father has never given us advice. You know, he just he would just say that I've given you good values mm, and mm. you have to run with that now. Mm, I have mm. given you the foundation and he never, he was not a good one for uh, mm, advice. Mm. He he just looked at me and said, you know, every relationship has problems mm, mm. and uh, walking away mm. is escapism and walking away doesn't resolve issues. Mm, you have mm. to stand and resolve the issue. Mm. Now, I didn't listen to them mm. um, and I did get divorced. I don't regret that we divorced because I think our lives independently spanned out very well. I regret that uh, I broke my parents' heart. Now, another thing that was an eye-opener for me when I read the book was when you talk about how society in general, and but men in particular, treat you if you're a divorced woman. Yes, that is that is another thing. And most women who have been divorced will vouch for this. Hmm. That And it's not just men. It's how women react <laughs> to women who are divorced. I remember all of those, uh, you know, all of those... Uh, parties or mm. get-togethers that I've walked that I walked into after my divorce for the longest time after I got divorced of course I had no life because I was too worried about what people would say mm. you know I didn't care a lot about what would people would say but I did have a daughter I was raising right and also you you become you know you become sort of very fragile when you're recently divorced for the longest time I did not go to any fam- uh, family functions because um, because of what the relatives thought of me mm-hmm. and my lifestyle. And most of them believed that I was a really bad mother mm-hmm. because I had divorced when there was a child. So it was like, if you don't have a child, it's okay to divorce. But if you have a child, you should stay there and just go through whatever Even life throws at you. if you don't want to you. stay there. Uh, and mostly, a lot of people mm-hmm. also think that you are a bad influence on the rest of the family. If you are divorced, if you are opted to not be in a marriage that was not working for you. So, of course, I didn't have a life for a long time. And then when I eventually started going out, because I was a journalist and I couldn't possibly sit at home and not pe- meet people, you know. Meeting mm. people mm. and networking is a lifeline for, uh, for a journalist. So, right. I needed to go out. Besides, I also needed to have a life. Correct. And so, Correct. so, when I eventually started going out and meeting people, I would notice this strange thing. So, I walk into this room and all the women would be in one side, you know, exchanging gossip or mm. laughing and, you know, whatever it is that women do when uh, we all uh, sit together. And almost as soon as I entered the room, they'd all perk up and they'd make a beeline for their respective husbands mm. and mm. then latch on. 
it's like if a woman is divorced she's on the prowl and i right. really want to say that's not the case a mm. woman mm. who is divorced does not necessarily want to eat your husband right. you know she's not in that she probably is cured of men she for some time yeah she's mm. not a man eater she's not on the prowl she's not on the lookout and for men and mm. a lot of men i cannot tell you the amount of special stories and exclusive stories i have passed over uh, because here is how it goes mm. uh, hey so the long time uh, have you been and i would say i'm okay so then um, i heard you went through a divorce and i'd say yes sir. so but you're looking gorgeous you're looking younger by the day mm. what's the secret huh marriage doesn't suit you huh? and this and is a guy saying these this is a guy too. saying this and what do you say to things like this this is so cheesy what do you say to these things so you just you know politely smile and then say uh, you know there is a story and i uh, why don't you drop in one day uh, at office mm. or better still why don't we meet for a drink mm. uh, in the evening or coffee or something and then we can discuss the story and i know what that story is going to lead to right. and i know what the expectations are and i i sort of avoided all of those pitfalls but yes Uh, society has the tendency of looking at a divorced woman as easy and available mm-hmm. and desperate mm-hmm. and i can i can tell you safely none of this is true mm. you know again talking about the book uh, it was fascinating for me how you navigated your life you know after the divorce you know the how you came to terms with it yeah you know for, like i said for the longest time it was a very r- rough uh, kind of thing and then gradually as i got into my fort uh, you know as i got into my 50s mm. i i uh, remarried uh, uh, in my early 40s mm-hmm. and i rediscovered love and i'm in a wonderful uh, marriage with a man who is who's a great uh, support system for me and for uh, uh, our daughter and uh, you gradually realize that you know i stopped guilt tripping myself i stopped uh, kind of beating myself up about my uh, divorce mm. because i used to think that i was responsible for the way uh, my daughter had lost her perfect home mm-hmm. and the way my parents were unhappy i i was i was kind of blaming myself for a lot of things i was punishing myself mm. and gradually as i uh, as i aged and as i entered my late 40s and uh, my 50s mm-hmm. i realized that uh, it is all a myth you know mm. none of us are perfect there is no perfect person there is there are no perfect people there are no perfect relationships we all come to this world flawed we are all imperfect we mm. all have our uh, fragility we are all vulnerable and um, it should all be about accepting who you are and right. making the best out of your life at that right. point but it does take some accepting because in the book you talk about how you would you know kind of when you saw people you knew how you would avoid them because you wanted to avoid talking about the divorce that that was that was that you know just immediately after the divorce you know society has a way of uh, not not always knowingly some people will ask you these questions knowingly about how's your husband and i haven't seen you seen mm. you both together where are you and uh, is he traveling and i would say um, yes or i would make some sort of lame excuse and leave the uh, spot yeah. leave the conversation i would hide behind pillars i have actually hidden behind pillars when i saw somebody i knew approaching mutual friends mm-hmm. uh, i have avoided social uh, contacts with anybody i have avoided parties places where i would like i would bump into someone likely you know, have yeah. bumped into somebody because i was scared of mm. being judged because i was worried about my daughter being exposed to this kind of 
snide remarks or exposing her to you know making her vulnerable mm-hmm. in some mm-hmm. ways and um, gradually you wisen up you know gradually it comes to you that what you do with your life mm-hmm. is nobody's business but yours right and then you make peace with it and then it is easy to mm-hmm. sort of uh, yeah. move ahead now if somebody asks me mm-hmm. um, about my husband my mm-hmm. ex husband mm-hmm. uh, i know for a fact that they know that that husband doesn't exist in my uh, life, life anymore Uh, and they say how how are you and how is he doing and long time why don't you come over and i would say i'm sorry i thought i told you that mm. so and so and i are not married anymore you know we're divorced we're great friends you must come over sometimes i'll invite him also mm. and mm. we'll all have uh, a meal together you must come or i'll say why don't you come and meet um, um, my, my husband you know we've been married for a few years but we haven't uh, seen you both mm-hmm. so come over and let's have a meal and let let me introduce you mm-hmm. to him so it's now there are no secrets in my life now i live my life openly and if you have a problem with it then you can stay away from my life but i'm not apologizing for my life and my choices right right i think that's a very important lesson to be learned over here and especially you know if you want to how would you distill it or what advice would you give young women or even older women who are who are not maybe going through divorce now but it may happen to them in the future yeah. what advice would you give them so it's you know as daunting and as uh, intimidating as it will seem you know i just want to say that uh, i have lived through a divorce and i survived it and mm-hmm. it's it is challenging but i want to say that divorce is not the end of your life a broken relationship is not the end of your life in fact if a relationship is not working and if you are staying in it for whatever imagined reasons mm-hmm. i would suggest that i would like to say that it is not good for you you know mm-hmm. you have to stop pretending mm-hmm. and start your life anew right and start living without apology and just accept what is in your life divorce is not a dirty word anymore it, it had no business being a dirty word any time right but i think that's a very powerful statement that you've just made divorce is not a dirty word life still carries on yes and uh, thank you very much uh, for you know sharing your wisdom you know on this episode i'm sure that our listeners would really love what you've said and will you know anything it'll make their lives a little easier should they ever encounter a situation like this and i'm not talking about just women here you know hmm. uh, I, this what i said just now applies both to men and women and i hope they pay attention and to what I you just said and i hope they're paying attention yes. and i hope they're taking some sort of message from it that will kind of improve their life I'm better sure they their will. life i'm sure they will thank, thank you, you very so much. much thank you sudha and i think that's a good place to end the episode and until next week stay feisty and stay fabulous <laughs>